tonight we are going to talk about everything that happened last week in the NFL and also what's happening moving forward to this week in the NFL, as well as some college football. Football podcast. It's about football, but really, I'm your host, Zachary Smith. Joined me as always is the man who is a self proclaimed head receiver. It's uh, Trev Scott. How are we doing? I'm good. I am the head of receiving, so I'm the head receiver. I worked at Bed Bath Beyond for a little while. That was my job title. And asked for my job title, so that's what I put in. I'm good, though, man. Very good. How are you? All right. Are you, uh, are you today's game? Uh, I don't know what that means. And on my right, we have a man who is sick and tired of watching Mac Jones play quarterback for the New England Patriots. He's sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> it's Gary Dempsey. How are we doing? Mac Jones and the Patriots are so bad. They've literally got me a cold and have been sick for weeks straight because I can't deal with this offense and this team anymore. <laughs> so if I throw up on there, it's because of this stupid-ass Patriots team. All righty. This is a beer podcast, boys. So what are we drinking tonight? I'll go first, I guess. Um, yeah. Back to one of my usuals lately. Uh, I got a Modelo. There we it's go. All beer again. I'm always going to complain about this stupid gold stuff. That's oh. just the worst thing you can complain about. The it's worst thing you can complain about. All righty. Mm-hmm. Trevor, what are you drinking? Man, uh, um, something I probably shouldn't be drinking, something I threw up way too much in college, um, but I wanted a cider, so I got a Red's Wicked Apple. Ooh. I shouldn't have got a Wicked because that's like 8%. I should have held for the 5%. But – it's hockey. It's NHL opening night. I'm going to watch some hockey after this, so why not? All righty. So, guys, I'm sure that some exactly of you are... Like, those aren't that good. Like, the red Angry Orchard are good, but the red's Wicked or tastes like Four loco or something. It tastes the same way coming up as it does going down. That's interesting. Yeah. All righty. And I'm sure some of our fans and you both as well are familiar with like the, the Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. Yes. That like lemony beer. Very good summer beer. Well, we're in fall now. Okay. So I'm having a Lining Kugel Juicy Peach. Look at that. Ooh. That looks beautiful. That's a pretty can. I'm uh. I will also be that having is a good stuff. That's really good stuff. I'll be having oh, a Polo Sweet Cherry Cough Drop. Sponsor <laughs> us if you want. Ten of ten. <laughs> Alrighty. So, what are we getting into first, guys? Let's talk some college first. Okay. Zach, let's let's get off right the bat. What happened to Miami, man? Um, so it was a bad game. We played bad. 
We didn't deserve to win, even though we should have won. We didn't deserve to win. Um, so I mean, I mean, that's all I have to say about it. That's fair. It's an embar- it's an embarrassing way to lose. What yeah. What do you mean? That's all you have to say. You don't think so anything about the end. You don't have any certain feelings. Did you yell? Is there any new holes in your wall? <laughs> no, I'm not my brother. <laughs> Me and Zane Smith are not the mm. same person. Contrary to popular opinion. There. I wonder if he took that loss. Um, well. I can send you a picture if you want. So I'm I'm sure it didn't go great. Um, here. Let oh me yeah, find please. It. He do. Sent it to. Trevor, I heard a certain something about Sam Hartman Notre Dame being frauds. You want to expand on that? Yeah, man. I didn't watch the game. I just saw they lost, so I was just baiting. I was just trolling on Twitter. But yeah, who'd they play again? Arizona State, Louisville. Back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rough. Um, I do want to say I don't know if, if you guys saw the Oklahoma Texas game. That was a very entertaining game, also. Oklahoma- oh my gosh! I, wait, I didn't just go three and zero and pick them. I went four and zero and pick them. We'll get to that in a second. Horns down, Boomer sooner. <clears throat> uh, they gave him too much time at the end. Do you guys see Baker? That was not- game. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy game. That first quarter was insane. We had fourth whatever conversions by the punter we had inter- two interceptions it was crazy texas not back though sadly horns down unfortunately horns down. double oh, how do you feel down. about quinn Ewers now i knew you loved him <laughs> he, had, he had a rough start but he he was excellent after, after those first couple turnovers he really bounced back on back in the game he played well obviously he could have played better at the beginning but he bounced back but, all right, Zach, you, I think you were the only one that picked Oklahoma last week. i kind of been ever since that. Hey, wait. Wait. Look what it says right there. Zach Stradamus strikes again. I'm just saying. Listen, everyone thinks that this is a joke that I do. No, I actually know the future, okay? I actually know the future. Vegas was telling you, Texas... These guys are telling you, Texas. Me, I actually know what happens. Okay, Oklahoma wins. Zach Shadamas, right there. All right. Um, I I want to do something different for college picking this week. There's okay. I can't really pick. There's three really good games I want to pick. Um, okay. but it won't see through. I'll, each of us has one game that one game to pick, and we'll okay. see if, how we do. All right, so this is a specific game for each of us. Zach, Miami at North Carolina. I knew I was going to get this game, and I'm excited you picked me for this game. So last week we lost to a very, very underwhelming Georgia Tech team due to offensive turnovers. So we're just going to be honest about it. The rest of the team played pretty well. If we can cut down on the turnovers and play like we have been all season, we're going to be just fine. I'm taking Miami in a... I'm going to call it a four-point win. Um, I'm going to say Drake May gets the ball back, unable to score in the last seconds. Um, Miami by four. Shocker. 
All right, I'm going to – for me, I'm going to go Oregon at Washington. I love both these quarterbacks, Bonix and Michael Penix. I really like Penix. This is going to be a fun game, high-scoring game to watch. I'm definitely taking over on this game. I think Oregon's going to pull it out in a high-scoring affair, but I could definitely see this go either way. I like both of these teams. Yeah. And this is a good week of college football. And to wrap it up, uh, we got Trevor over here. Um, I know I just talked. You said Notre Dame was Frost. So how about we have USC at Notre Dame? Who you got, Trevor? It's a tough one for you this week, I know. Wow. When is this game? 7.30. 8 p.m.? Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is USC at at Notre Dame. Ooh. If it's low scoring, I got Dame. I got Notre Dame. Can USC outscore their problems? Is Notre Dame frauds? This is a hard one. I wish you didn't give me this game. I don't even have a coin to flip. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame, not because of Sam Hartman. Fair. Okay. Audrey Gestonay season, I guess. All right. All right. Let's let's head into pick him again. How'd we do last week, boys? Shit. I left my you notebook tell me. Um, in my room. You but tell Zach, me. Zach went 1 0. Zach went 3 0. 3 0. 3 0, baby. I know Trevor went 2 and 1. I think Kerry went 1 and 2. I went 1 and 2 again, sadly. Another rough week. Um, me and Kerry picked the Titans to be the Colts. That did not happen. I knew Gardner Minshew was playing. I'm going to pick some Falcons. Me and Zach picked the Falcons to beat the Texans, which happened. And then our big. In a. Sunday wait, no. I didn't just didn't pick really the Falcons. All that big I that. picked the Falcons in a Desmond Ritter bounce back game. And that's what I we just got. lost that and realized he's never lost a home game in his life. But. I'm just saying, guys. Just saying. The man, the man is Tom Brady at home, I guess. <laughs> never lost in the NFL. Never lost in college at home. But did one of you guys want to say that Brock Purdy was the new Tom Brady? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. Okay. All right, All right Trevor. Did you post uh, TikTok? Pick him this week or no? Uh, you didn't even post it this week, so. so. I didn't post it this week. Huh? I posted it as usual this week. As you I know, promised. but I said that I promised I would forget it. I would remember it. But I meant this week. All right. Whatever. All right. We had <laughs> yeah, 19 winners. Again. We had 19 winners in total this week. Zero from Instagram, all from X slash Twitter. Uh, congrats to all of you. We post these every Friday um, at Purely Football on Twitter. As I cough along, um, get all three games right, and we'll shout you out on the podcast. It's fun. Play along with us. Whoever gets the most right at the end of the year, we'll give some free merch too. All right, so our week week five winners, congratulations to them all. We got at jhates underscore 666, Tom Brady fan, at football underscore talk two, football opinions, at sports bet slips, splits writer, at the real dr mike big shy town sports fan at staffieri underscore mark senior writer for whl official at lizzie from the lit two-time winner 
at Dave Ensel 65 Beach Bum and Sports Fan. At Adam, Adam underscore Antil, lover of the USA and feelings herder. At Michael Pagano 71, father and husband. At Rainmaker 512, two-time winner. At Jay Beto's Dolphin Fan. At Ethan Wall 445, Atlanta Sports Fan. At J underscore Hoagie 20, Dolphin season ticket holder. At Fanatic JT, Sports Fanatic from Florida. At Michael 32830183, Ritter supporter, Zach would love him. At James 79, Dave 2000, loves Applebee's for some reason. At Falcons in Hawaii, Dirty Birds since 1990. At All-Star Fan John, Atlanta Sports Fan. And at Sanders D84, lifelong Angels and Ducks fan. Congrats to all of you. Again, play along with us this Friday. Get them all right. We'll shout you on the pod next time. Trevor, what we got this week? Quack, quack. Um, we got a slate, boys. And I feel like we're going to be all over the board with this one. Actually, I don't know. Maybe not. But our first game, pretty sure this is a one pmer. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks going into Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I don't want to go first yeah. for this game. When you guys got to go first? Seahawks at Bengals. I know Zach wants to take the Hawks. I'll take the I Bengals. I really do. The Zach that I know. I really do. <laughs> I'll take the Bengals. I think they'll build off their momentum with a win last week. And Seahawks. Gino, I don't know how banged up Gino is, but uh, – Joe Burrow will go in there and probably play well again. I'm going to take the Bengals. So I really want to take the Seahawks. However, I have an image to maintain, and the Bengals have already won this game in the future. So Bengals at home, building off of a, a win last week. Sadly. Death, Taxes, and Zach Stradamus. I'm going with the Bengals, too. I trust you, buddy. (laughs) Game two is coming into my city. The Detroit Lions are coming into my stomping grounds, peeing on the same trees as I I do, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm taking the Lions. This Bucs team is low-key fraudulent. They're going to fall apart, and I don't care. I agree. Lions are Lions are for real. They looked insane this year. Lions taking it. They're going five to one. The Lions have looked pretty good. But I tell you what, I'm gonna take the Bucks here. Wow. Not because I think that they're a better team, but I think that they're more scrappy than the Lions are. The wisest team in the NFL. No, 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 no. They have the scrappiest coach in the NFL. The Bucs have a legit defense. The Bucs have a better defense. Yeah, that's why I think they're gonna win the game. Losing guys. I'm going, I'm going Bucks at home. Good defense wins it for him. Baker Mayfield plays good enough again. Zach, you should have a conversation sometime about defense is better, the Bucks or the Jags. It's easily the Bucks, But not right now. Easily. we got to get into our third and final game of week six pick them. we got the Philly Eagles, Go Birds, going to New York to take on Pookie in the Jets. I'm taking the Birds. Go Birds. This is the first easy one you've done all season. <laughs> yeah, this is – yeah, it's the Eagles. Not, not the team with Pookie. 
But I will say, I kind of want to take the Jets, though. Like, I don't know. Take them. I think this is either, I like, Monday, Sunday night or... You no. think it's a trap game? I think it's 4 p.m. <laughs> right. or 1. Let me, let me... I want to say, look at all the quarterbacks and how they've done against the Jets this season. Patrick Mahomes at his worst game of the season. Josh Allen is the worst game of the season. Mac Jones sucks, but he sucked in that game. Russell Wilson was not good. Dak was, like, okay in their game. Quarterbacks are not playing well against their defense. They got a good defense. They only had a quarterback. I this wonder. Is a, this was a this was a known thing though going into the year. The question was not the defensive side of the ball. <coughs> though the, the rumors have started to come up again that Vikings, especially after Justin Jefferson going on IR, might be willing to move Kirk Cousins. And obviously the Jets I, are awful. I'm gonna pick the Eagles, but I think the Jets are gonna win this game. Then pick the Jets. Really? Yeah, I go the two Jets. and three every week, so think about it. Pick the Jets. Show your man. No, I already picked the Eagles, but the Show Jets are going to win. Because I go two for three every week. You don't believe in yourself. You don't huh? believe in the You don't believe in the Jets. You want you me to show that I'm a man right now on camera? Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Show you believe no. in <laughs> No. Show you're a head receiver. That'll get our YouTube views up. <laughs> it can get our YouTube. That'll definitely get our views up. It can all out on YouTube, man. man. Really sports. If you want to play <laughs> Probably right. the FBI show up. All right, so... be like, "Where'd you get that thing?" Shred <laughs> <laughs> in the game, server. What elephant did you steal that from? Oh God, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. All right. So we started off the game. We're like, "Shit, we gotta watch the Bears go play the Commanders." Everybody said, "Shit." I know Carrie didn't say shit. Zach might have said shit. We saw another Justin Fields. I don't know if we should call it a master class, but he played extremely well. Sam Howell came back and bounced back in the second half, threw for almost 400 yards. Especially, you could definitely go off the mountain. Okay. Trevor. Trevor. Yes. Redo that whole thing you just did. Do it all over again. Yes, you can. So heading into this Thursday night game, we were like, shit, we got to watch the Bears, watch the Commanders. We were looking for other plans on Thursday night. But this turned out to be a really telling game. We had a low-key Justin Fields master class, four touchdowns. He's played good these past two weeks. And Sam Howell, after a, a kind of rough first half, bounced back, rattled off like 20 fantasy points in the second half. Threw for almost 400 yards, a couple touchdowns. What do you guys think of this game? 40 to 20, the Bears' way. And more importantly, what do you think of the Bears that we've seen over the past two weeks? I think DJ Moore is a very talented wide receiver. Yeah. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy-on, easy-off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I agree with that. Bless you. He's a problem, dude. I had to play him in fantasy this week, and it was Thursday night, and I didn't even care about fantasy anymore. 
49 <laughs> points from his wide receiver, too. It was over. I had a very relaxed Sunday. I didn't check fantasy once. I lost <laughs> on Thursday night. Justin Fields, he's not awful. He shows why he has a ton of potential. He showed yep. up again that he could be a great quarterback. Obviously, kind of his, weird. his passing's hit or miss. Because, Kerry, I, I remember, like, you in the offseason, you're like, it'll probably take him a couple weeks to warm up uh, like it did last year. And then he sucked for a couple weeks, and you're like, he sucks. Get him out of here. And then you were kind of right, but you kind of argued with yourself. I always do that. That's me. That's just who I am. I do want to say nobody's perfect. Who are the, you know? the, guys the problem I have right now is is people are saying, oh, Justin feels like, oh, now he's the guy. He played well against two of the worst defenses in the NFL, the Broncos and the Commanders. I, I'm going to need to see it a few more times against better defenses for me to say, okay, this guy's for real. And I think if they're in the situation to get a guy like Caleb Williams or Drake May, I would do it. But if not, I'd give Fields another run through, get a wide receiver, another wide receiver, get O-line help, whatever it is. But it's, uh, I just say, Sam Howell, who's played like five games, he made some insanely nice throws in that game. I think Sam great Howell – quarterback, man. Yeah, he had a really rough game a couple weeks ago, but you know, for a guy that's played five games in the NFL, if he had a competent O-line and defense – I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I think he's their quarterback future. And I agree. Ron Rivera should not be head coach anymore. There's a reason why he's head coach. I won't say it because it's probably offensive. But also, do you guys see his halftime when they interviewed him? You're down 27 to three at half. And he's like, and they asked him, Oh, did you tell your team to get, did you pump up your team at half? He's like, No, I just let my players pump themselves up or something like that. Not you're down 27 to 3, you don't even speak to your team. What kind of coaching is that? Yeah, uh, Ron Rivera is like, uh, we've lost this game. If my guys decide to come out and play better, I guess that's cool. <laughs> I tell you what, though, halfway through that third quarter, I was like, the Bears are gonna <laughs> blow this shit. Yeah, the funniest part, like, he's throwing all these yards, and Terry McLaren and Dotson, like, their top two wide receivers weren't doing anything. Yeah. It was crazy. What are you doing? And then we traveled <laughs> back across the pond where the Jags stayed for a week. What? Why are you guys laughing at me? <laughs> Am I breaking up again? Just go, man. Just go. It's fine. Am I breaking up again? No. Just go. No, just go. Before you start doing it again. Oh. <laughs> and then we had another game in London where the Jags stayed for a week, and they must have enjoyed themselves because they played fantastic against the Bills. It wasn't as close as the final score said it was. Zach, how did that feel? You guys should move to London, yeah? No, we need to stay in Duval County, right where we belong. Um. Yeah. Uh, the problem with going to London is whatever the most popular team in the NFL is, is going to be whose fans are there. I mean, there were more Bills fans at that game than there were Jets. <coughs> Probably right. So you want to, you want the reason why you have a home field is for the crowd, right? So 
That's the only reason. That's the only advantage you get when you're at home. Um, what? They had the they had a bigger home advantage than possible. The what? fact that they'd been there for a week, they got acclimated, and the Bills flew it. This is the Bills' fault for flying in on Friday morning, but they had a huge advantage being been there for a week, getting used to the time differences. Differences. Dude, they should have got there on Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know why the Bills came in on Friday. Like, that was just stupid. Sure got there on Monday. They look. They didn't look like they were ready to play till the fourth quarter. <laughs> to be fair, I mean that is. I mean the Jags are the best team in their division. Super Bowl contenders. So says it's tough, they're a tough team to beat. That's all I'm saying. They're a tough team to beat. In they London, just came in there unprepared. They weren't ready for Josh Allen. Okay, and when you're not ready for Josh Allen, Josh Allen's going to get hurt. Gonna get sacked. Josh <coughs> Allen's gonna sack him. By the At way, I think it's official. Josh Allen week. is Josh Allen is the the new Josh Allen. Josh Allen is Josh Allen's daddy. Wow. So at least, at least the offense like looked good for part of the game. This is the best we've seen this offense all year. Yeah, I mean it looked to be clicking a little bit more. Maybe it's the system change and the play the play caller change. From Doug Peterson. I'll say this. To, uh, I'll say this to Trevor, but like it seems like with the Jaguars, every week, Trevor Lawrence in the offense will have one or two great drives and score one or two touchdowns. And then after the rest of that, they'll just look mediocre the rest of the game. Well, they'll have two, they'll put together one or two great drives. They look like a great offense, move the ball easily. And then after that, it just stalls the rest of the game. Um, I mean, we still, I mean, I'll admit, I'll be the first person to admit, I haven't been impressed with the offense so far, but I mean, all the pieces are there. We just got to put it together. I mean, it's a long season. I expect they'll continue to get better and they've looked better every week. So there you go. I bet ETN loved playing in London. (laughs) Well, he didn't because he was playing himself in fantasy. So that's a tough scene. Yeah. 36 points. Oof. That's rough. All right. What we got next, Trevor? Well, my team was on a bye. Zach, your team, congratulations to back-to-back wins. Kerry, uh, what happened to the Patriots on uh, Sunday? What happened there? What was the score of that game? What game? Season's over, just tank. Saints and the Patriots, brother. That one they almost put that on Pickham. That wasn't a game. That was a that was a no, slaughter. Slaughter. And Mac, Mac, Mac Jones sucks, but it's not even all his fault. This team is this this is low line. This is awful. The offensive line is garbage. There's no running game at all. The receivers all suck. Juju needs to retire. The defense is injured without their two best players. Like, there's not this team. I'm hoping for a tank. I hope they go two and 15 this year. I hope Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels beat their former daddy, Bill Belichick, by 40 again this week. I, I want to see Caleb Williams in a New England Patriot jersey next season. Can't wait. No more Mac Jones. No more of this crappy line. Start it over. Bro, if they get a high pick, Kerry, if they get a high pick, 
Just imagine how much time they can trade back. That would be Bill Belichick. He'll take some defensive <laughs> lineman for Rutgers first overall over Caleb Williams. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, gosh. And I will hate on Mac Jones. Like, Gary, how would you feel year. as Tyler Van Dyke is your quarterback next year? Pick, like, a I'd take anyone. Pick. I'd take anyone, man. Like, Mac, Mac Jones isn't – obviously, I'm not a fan of the guy. But, like, Bailey Zappi's – Showing he can't do anything there either. There, there's no better option than Mac Jones right now. And Mac, this is not a system Mac Jones is going to succeed in. And it's lost. Yeah, Season's I mean, over. I'm ra- raising the white flag. Sadly, raising the white flag. That's so sad. Sadly, crying tears for you right now, buddy. It's I don't. Really the Saints. Who I was high on earlier didn't even look that good. It was more the Patriots just sucking. Yeah. The Saints were fine, but like they just played an awful Patriots team. But I do do think the NFC South is going to be a close race still between Saints, Bucks, and uh, Falcons. Um, Let's move on to the next game while we wait for while Trevor's uh, dead. Um, (laughs) Lions took on the Panthers. Now the only team that will win this season. Panthers absolutely destroyed by the Lions. What do you think of that game, Zach? I mean, it's what I expected to happen. Panthers aren't very good. Uh, the O-line is horrible. They have a guy that's shorter than me <laughs> playing quarterback for him. Can't even see over his horrible O-line. So he's not going to play well. Aiden Hutchinson had a good game. Uh, he had a pick. Was it a pick six or just a pick? I just pick, yeah. It was a great catch. He's, he's it was one handed, best, best one handed out away from his body. It was it was nice. Um, but like Jared Goff, even who's missing Jameer Gibbs and Amonra St. Brown, that didn't matter. Yeah. Sam Laporta had another huge game. David Montgomery played well. Josh Reynolds. This it line seems is, to me they made the right choice and go with Laporta over Kincaid. Yeah, Laporta's looked. He's for how much people talk about rookie tight end struggling. Sam Laporta's having a great season. And yeah. Detroit got a lot of hate last year for moving on from Hawkinson. And honestly, that's Laporta's done more than Hawkinson has. Yeah. Laporta's looked great. But, um, he was one of my late targets in fantasy because I thought, you know, if you're taking a tight end in the first round, he's probably going to be a guy you're going to want. Um, or you're going to use at least. So... Mm. Uh, it wasn't shocking to me at all when when he started getting a lot of looks and stuff, especially because of how well because he's a good blocker too. So as a guy that can block and then release off those blocks downfield, a guy you 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 have to constantly think: is he blocking this <coughs> this this player? Is he gonna block and release? Is he gonna just go out for a pass? When you got a, like a a triple threat threat tight end like that, it really makes it hard for defenses to guard and manage a guy like that. So. I think it's really – I think seeing his success is really cool. And really, really cool. Honestly, like Bryce Young, obviously there's been a lot of struggles four, four games in. Obviously, you no, know, mm-hmm. compared to how well Stroud and Richardson have looked. But the crazy part about us, think about that trade they made. They gave up DJ Moore, who has looked insane. They gave up what would be the ninth pick in the draft, which turned into Jalen Carter, who has been insane for Philly. And they gave up the – 
probably going to be the first round pick next year that could get Caleb Williams. And yeah. I think they also gave a second round pick and a second round pick in 2025. That might go down as one of the worst trades. That might be as bad as the Lance trade. What one. did they, t- and they just traded up to one this year, right? Yeah. To get Bryce Young. And he, I, I think I would rather have Jalen Carter, DJ Moore and Caleb Williams. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I would have rather gone another year with Sam Darnold as QB1. And yeah, 100% agree. 100% agree. Even if you Sam Darnold didn't play bad for them last year either. He was a competent yeah, quarterback. Even if you don't get Caleb Williams, you could take a guy from North Carolina, Drake May. Like, yeah. I, there's a lot. Bryce Young has not looked great, but obviously it's early on. We can prove us wrong, but a rough start for Bryce. Yeah. All right. Trevor's still dead, so let's move on to the next one then. Yeah. All right. We had the Colts beating the Titans in a pretty close game, 23-16. What, AFC South rivals? I know this was a close game to pick last week. What did you think of this Mm -hmm. game? Derrick Henry really has killed the Colts in the past. He didn't do too much in this game. Was the Colts taking over the ground game? Yeah, I mean, I just – with, I think I said this last week that neither of these teams really excite me. Um, and I think that stands true if you watch the game. I mean, there's just not a lot. I mean, obviously, Zach Moss has had a really good season for them with JT out. Um, JT on his way back. So I, I imagine that that's going to be, uh, probably his, uh, not probably Zach Moss's production is going to drop way off when Jonathan Taylor starts getting his load back. But, um, uh, I mean, I the Titans. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, did you with watch the money Zach that Moss? they just paid him with the money they just paid him? Is that what did Zach Moss put up in that game? A lot. He's been doing well all year. I, I think they're more likely. It. I think, honest to God, they're more likely to trade Zach Moss now I don't to get value good. out of him. Timeshare. He, he averaged seven yards a carry for 165 yards, two touchdowns, and 30 receiving yards. Yeah. I don't know. Jonathan Taylor had a down year last year. I'm yeah. riding the hot I'm riding the hot hand from that. Well, yeah, but if that was the case, why not just trade Jonathan Taylor <laughs> instead of paying him a big contract? <coughs> and who's gonna trade? You're not gonna get much of a running back these days in a trade either. Jonathan Taylor, though? <coughs> I don't think they're gonna trade him now that they just signed up, but no, I'm saying why wouldn't you? If Zach Moss is producing at this level, which he was already this year why sign him to that big contract unless it's just putting it up to mismanagement i don't think jim here is a great owner so yeah i mean that's fair i I agree i think both of us are hyped it sounds like anthony richardson might be out at least a month maybe more garter Minshew season starting quarterback are you scared as jacks fan no not scared of Minshew any no are they, no. are they your number two contenders for the division then? They play this week, don't they? Yeah, it's the Colts and the Jags this week. Um, Minshew revenge game. <laughs> um, I don't know. The offense for the Colts doesn't really scare me all that much. Again, I think last week I said this. I think the most exciting team in the AFC South is still the Houston Texans. Despite the loss to the Falcons, um, I think, I think they're still he, the most exciting team. 
But I think with Minshew there, this is kind of similar to the Atlanta Falcons that they're going to be in the ground. They're going to want to run the ball first and their defense leads away with Minshew there. At least Anthony Richardson comes back and they're not going to try to beat you in the passing game as much. Yeah. But yeah, obviously I agree. They're competitive and I think they have a pretty easy schedule too. So. Yeah, the AFC South schedule this year is pretty simple. <coughs> or pretty not simple, easy. And honestly, if Titans have been so hot and cold this season, I I kind of want to see them fall off a bit. And I, I I'd like to see you know Will Levis get some snaps at some point this season. Honestly. Malik Willis, get Malik ah. Willis the ball. Let the man cook. Let Levis. He's a better quarterback, better playmaker. Also, T.J. Sharks is overtaking Derrick Henry's RB one in Tennessee. I don't know if you've seen him play. He's super fast. Yeah. He's very good. I I think Derrick Henry is on his way out, and Sharp's going to take over. Do they trade Derrick Henry in the offseason? I could may, – maybe not this year, maybe the next year. I think in the next two years, I think we'll – I mean, we've seen Titans moving on from guys like Taylor Lewin, Ben Jones, a lot of veterans in the past few years probably. Most yeah. – I would say 99% Ryan Tannehill this offseason. Like, they're trying to get the veterans yeah. to get a new team. I, I think Derrick Henry's probably, if not this year, might be next year. But he's, I think he's okay. definitely on his way out in Tennessee. Are you Honestly, still high on the Titans winning the division? Yes and no. I just don't love any team this division that much. I think it's going to come down to weeks. I, I don't think any – I really don't see anyone in this division winning more than 10 games. Okay, I think the the Jaguars are they the Jaguars have the potential. I just don't believe they'll fulfill that potential. Okay, I think, I think talent wise, the Jaguars are the best team. I think we'd all agree. Mm-hmm. But you know, talent doesn't always translate to wins. That's true. So we'll see what That's happens. True. But if they play like they did last two weeks in London, yeah, I want to see that continue as they come back to the states. But uh, what's the next game we got, Gary? All right, we had a ugly game, Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers taking it 17 to 10. I don't know if you saw the video of all the insane amount of drops from Ravens receivers this week. It was pretty funny. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, it was tough. The Nelson the Aguilar drop brought back memories of uh it was tossing out babies who's catching them. <laughs> Unlike that Aguilar. <laughs> and that that Steeler defense is nasty. TJ Watt, yeah. another great game. I saw he played with a dislocated finger and just popped it right back in. He's a beast. Dislocated but, finger and had torn ligaments too, I believe. The St- that Steeler defense is for real. This division is just going to be a battle till the end. Like the Steelers have not played. Honestly, it's a huge success with the Steelers. They have not played well at all five games in, but they're in first place in the AFC North. you got to be happy with that if you're a Steelers fan. Do you think that uh, they, there's a chance they move on from Matt Canada? Given Steelers all the stuff we've seen out of the locker room and the fans. Honestly, this offense is working. And, you know, they have talent. Like, George Pickens is immensely t- – he's having a really good year. But, like, besides – Najee Harris is still talented. They have mm-hmm. Pat Frymuth. Kenny Pickett has potential. I think yeah. the better OT is going to – Obviously, it's not working with Canada. Well, you know, Byron Leftwich put his hat in the ring and saying, hey, if you want me, I'm there tomorrow. I'd um, do it. Like, I mean, this is a Super Bowl caliber defense, and you don't want to waste yeah. that. If this yeah. offense can just – I mean, 
they've sucked early on. They're still first in their division. If they can just keep it up a bit, get better, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the things that like makes me worry or would make me worry if I was Matt Canada is when there's videos coming out of you celebrating a team win and players in this case, Chris Boswell yelling after you, it's not because of you. I could promise you that. Yeah. That's tough. When you've lost the locker room, it's tough. And, you know, I was a huge Kenny Pickett supporter and obviously he's had a less than stellar season, but for how bad their running game is for a young quarterback, you need to have, you can't just be, you know, throwing the first all the time. Najee Harris is averaging under four yards carry again. Jalen Warren's like 3.5. You get, You've got to help the young quarterback with a good running game. Same thing that's happening in Carolina. Like, you don't want to pass first offense with young guys like that. They they need a running game. And unless that running game's get better, you don't want Kenny Pickett out to throw the whole game. Yeah. By the way, talking another about a Carolina, <coughs> letting go of uh, McCaffrey for pennies. And then mm-hmm. making the trade and trading yeah. away DJ Moore. It's like They've had Carolina's front office is just like, no, we're going to get rid of our best players. <laughs> and replace it with Miles Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. All right, let's set on your babies, your mini babies. Atlanta Falcons beating the Houston Texans 21-19. Desmond Ritter with a bounce back game. What are your thoughts on that, Zach? Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. The Atlanta Falcons are – pretty much the team I thought they were going into the year. They have a good defense and a mediocre offense. If that mediocre offense is on, they're going to win games. If it's off, they're going to lose games. The offense was on this week and they won. Um, Which is what uh, the reason I picked them to win the division is basically I was making the bet that the offense was going to be, on more than it would be off this year. Even with a young quarterback like Desmond Ritter at the helm. Because, you know, you draft a running back like Bijan Robinson. Um, you handle the ball a bunch. You got Tyler Algier. You got Cordero Patterson also there. Drake London. Kyle Pitts. Like, these are good pieces, Pat- right? What do you think? Patterson is like, not even touched the ball once this year. I know. They, they made a big but, deal about the whole new position for him that they created. But... but- I do want to say both of us. I know you and me were both very surprised and not huge fans of the Robinson pick, but he's looked outstanding for them early on. And yeah, he has, he has, and he's and he's. Like, listen, and when when you say this, people are going to be like, "You didn't expect him to be good." Me and Kerry both expected Bijan Robinson to be a good NFL running back. We just wouldn't have taken him that high. Yeah. Right. Especially with Algier, but again, yeah. I don't think if this offense didn't have him, I don't think they would have three wins right now. Probably not. I, I would agree with that. Um, this is why Desmond Ritter won. He finally got Kyle Pitts and Drake London involved. Seven catches for 87 yards for Pitts. Six for 78 for London. Finally, those two have been sitting quiet all season. Finally, they got some action. And yep. that's – he has weapons. Take chances. Yeah, and I think the, the offensive play calling was a little more aggressive as well. Um, maybe they saw something in the Houston game tape that they liked and they're like, Oh, we can use this. 
uh, because offense was just clicking. I mean, they were able to make throws down the field, which they haven't been able to do all year. Um, that couple with a decent running game, and they have a pretty good running back room. Uh, it's it's a recipe for wins, especially <laughs> when your defense is playing at a high level. And also, like, Desmond Ritter knows – I think he knew that if you know the bad game, Terrell Heineken went there. He's playing for his job. So, you know, yep. he might be more willing to make throws if he wasn't in the past. Yeah. Right, keep his job. Um, as you want to say, once again, another excellent game for C.J. Stroud. He's looking like he's going to be a great quarterback for Houston. Yeah, he, he looks really good. He looks really good. For- it's Listen, I'm just going to say Zach Stradamus had a good week. Zach Stradamus had a yeah. great week. Good week. Falcons win. Jags win. CJ Stroud looks like the best quarterback in the draft. I mean, that's that isn't much though. Bryce Young has sucked, and Anthony Richardson can't stay on the field. But that's true. But but here's the thing: it's like it was like some people were saying Anthony Richardson should go first. Some people were a lot more people were saying Bryce Young should go first. And I was out here saying C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft. He's the most blind passer. I heard a rumor today. I don't know if you saw it. That the sounded like the Carolina owner forced them to take Bryce Young, and the Carolina coaching staff wanted them to take Stroud. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know if it's true, but yeah. But Texans still—they're going to be a competitive team this year, and they're looking good. Yeah. All right. On our next 1 p.m., I think our last 1 p.m. game, we have the Giants and the Dolphins. Here's it's it's just getting funny with this Dolphins offense at this point. Two had, you know, a bad game. He's still at 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. And the Dolphins running game is it's, they have the number one running offense, number one passing offense. A chain, who's unfortunately heading to IRs today. Yeah. And see again. This offense is just unstoppable yeah i mean the offense and the scheme that they run there no one's found an answer for it um except for maybe the bills had an answer mm-hmm. but i mean outside of that i mean they've looked completely dominant on the offensive side of the ball they have had like no hiccups outside of that bills game it was the first time and still the only time this season well, we've seen two attack of Aloha under any serious <laughs> amount of pressure. So, I, I mean, until, like, other teams can replicate the Bills' success against this Miami Dolphins team, um, I think the Miami Dolphins are going to keep winning. The crazy, gotta, I, as I just said earlier, like, you focus on stopping their pass, and they their running backs get, like, six yards of carry. You can't stop this team. Yeah. They're so, they're so fast. Yeah. They're serious contender. I'm, but they have a tough schedule coming up. I know they got Eagles and Chiefs in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. They got another easy game this week, but. Well, they're going to lose that Chiefs game. Yeah. Refs, wrestle. We'll talk about that in a second. And Zach, it does look like we might see Tyrod Taylor on a primetime Sunday night football game next week. <coughs> we'll see if Daniel Jones plays or not. But I'm so sick of seeing the Giants on primetime TV. They're on Sunday yeah. night football against the Bills. They're going to get killed. Stop putting this stupid team in primetime. Well, they're going to get. They're not going to get killed. Tyrod Taylor will lead this team to victory. 
Over the Bills? Tyrod Taylor over the Bills. You guarantee that? No. No. <laughs> I think he'll play well, though. I think Tyrod's going to play well. He always plays well. Him. He doesn't play great, but he always plays well. If the Giants keep losing, do they start thinking about drafting quarterback next year? You with all the money they pay Jones? They got so Giants. many more problems on that team. Giants I mean, this, is always, this is this is always my opinion when you see teams struggling. Like everyone's mind goes to the quarterback because the quarterback stats. Obviously, if a team's losing, the quarterback stats are going to look terrible. But when a team's losing, it comes down a lot more. It comes down to a lot more than just the quarterback. We can look at the Steelers as the prime example. Steelers currently lead their division, and their quarterback stats look garbage. You know why? Because they have the best defense in football, arguably. I so would when say, you put a good defense on the field, the problem with the Giants, Giants is they have the no Giants, offense and no defense. The Giants, the defense played well against Miami. They had a pick six, two touchdowns, another interception on Tua. They held the Dolphins. Their offense just couldn't do anything. But on it, I saw this comment somewhere today. For all the people saying, obviously, Daniel Jones is a horrible situation with how bad his line is, not too many yeah. weapons. But then you look at a guy like CJ Stroud. The Texans are losing, are missing four of their starting alignment. Their line has been awful. Damian Pierce yeah. has been awful. It's not like he's a huge amount of weapons there. And CJ Stroud is ex- ex- succeeding because. You know, good quarterbacks, even if play around them, can still elevate. I understand that, but I'm saying I'm saying you don't necessarily need a great quarterback to be a winning team. You can but you need a good team. team there's a difference. You need a good and... team to be a winning team. So there's if they good... do replace Daniel Jones next year in the draft, I think that that would be foolhardy. There's, there's also a difference between a good team. And a very good team. Like the Raiders. I know you're not a Raiders fan, but they're a competitive team with Jimmy G, but they're never going to be a great team with Jimmy G. You, mm-hmm. There's always quarterbacks like that. You need at least to step up to get to the next level. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying – I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I mm-hmm. think a good team a, – a good team with a great quarterback is a great team. But yeah. I think – I think a great team with a decent quarterback is still a great team. True. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. <laughs> we will. All right, let's hit on the 4 p.m. window. We had the Bengals and the Cardinals. I jinxed Josh Jobs after his first touchdown. I was like, Josh Jobs has really played well this year. And then he played like absolute crap the rest of the game. Yeah. Joe Burrow. I don't I can't tell what Joe Burrow. He suddenly got healthy over a week. Or was it more of a mental thing that now he suddenly looks like the Joe Burrow of the past? I mean, we'll see. As we'll see next week, um, when he who do they play this week? I know it was a pick. Seattle. Seattle. We'll see this week against Seattle. Seattle's defense hasn't looked as good this year, which should be concerning for Seattle fans because their defense. Their defense looked insane against the Giants. Every defense looks insane against the Giants. With 13 sacks in the game, they had me like 29 fantasy points. It was great. <laughs> Every defense looks insane against the Giants. My anyway, my point is is their defense hasn't looked as good um, this year, but I mean they have most of the same guys back, so it's not like there's crazy turnover. 
I think it, it it's going to come down to if Seattle can defend uh, the pass because the run game for the Bengals has been almost non-existent this season. It depends on if Joe Burrow decides if he wants to feel healthy this week or feel hurt. And if he feels hurt, they're probably going to lose. Or if he feels healthy, they're going to win. I think Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase is still somewhere. He was the first like receiver to have three touchdowns and 15-plus catches in like, the same amount of years. He killed me in fantasy this week when Zach, Zach had him on his team. Like 50 points. Jamar Chase with a game of the year right there. Great the week for Zach Thomas. The amount of guys this week that had insane fantasy games, like Jamar yeah. Chase, Travis Etienne, DJ Moore, there were some crazy, yeah. crazy points this week. Yeah. All right. Eagles-Rams. This was a pretty pretty close competitive game. The Eagles came out in the end. Um, we did see, you know, Cooper Cup came back. Looks excellent. But, you know, Nakua still put up a fight, still with a touchdown, decent game. Yeah. It's looking like a good threat in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think this goes back to what I said this week. If Cooper Cup does end up coming back, it, I mean, <coughs> we saw it this week. It was one A, one B. Cooper Cup is one A. Pukunakua is one B. The person that suffered was Tutu Atwell in terms of targets and receptions, which is what I expected to happen. He's going to significantly drop off whenever Cooper Cup comes back because. It's clear that Matthew Stafford has a great connection with Puka Nakua, and we already know about Stafford's connection with Cooper. And they, Cup. I don't know if you saw, they did trade uh, Van Jefferson today to the Falcons. Yeah, they did trade Van Jefferson to uh, and and, because Falcons, Falcons really don't have a great receiving core after Drake London. They have like Scotty Miller. Yeah, great options after that. So, and it was for a, it was a pick swap in the fifth and sixth rounds or something like that as well. That's so pretty like, good for. Yeah, he was a second-round pick in 2020. He's got talent. Yeah. We'll see if it works out in Atlanta. Yeah. But the Rams, they, they, you know, they could sneak in the playoffs, but they're a lot more competitive than people thought they'd be this year. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And they've had a tough schedule early on, too. So that's Yeah. Thing. And but, their offense is putting up good numbers, too. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, the offense is clicking. So, I mean, if they can get to a softer part of their schedule, string together a couple wins – they could compete for a, a wild card because I don't think they're winning that division. The same thing with the Eagles. Here's the difference between the Eagles and the Niners. The Niners have destroyed everybody they're playing. They're 5 0. I feel like mm-hmm. e- Eagles are just like barely. They're squeaking by teams. teams. Yeah, they barely beat the Patriots. They barely beat the Commanders last week. They're not like impressive victories so far. So this is still an Eagles team that isn't looking as. Yes, they're 5 0. But they're not looking as dominant as they were last year. No, no, they're not. And yeah, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see this team play Miami. And I think two, I think week seven is when they play. That should be a really fun game. Sunday night football. I need to make that a pick 'em game because that's going to be yeah, one I want to pay attention to. Definitely. All right, then we had the loser match of the week. We had the Jets and the Broncos, and Russ did not cook as always. <laughs> Um, I think, I, I think that's a little harsh. Russ played okay, but that's what he's done all season. He's just played. Okay. He puts up good stats. But yes. Okay. So that's the problem. So that's exactly the problem is Russ was not brought to Denver to play. Okay. 
Russ was brought to Denver to be the guy. And thus far, doesn't matter who's the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, Sean Payton, doesn't matter. He's just not the guy. He's a decent quarterback, but he's not the guy. So I think that's the big problem. And I think one of the reasons Broncos fans are so upset with Russ, despite him not playing terribly, he's he's playing a lot better than he did last year. Here's also the reason why stats are, you know, not always the thing. Yeah. Look at the stats. He's the highest rating of his life, of his career. 106. He's 11 touchdowns, two interceptions. He's the highest completion percentage of his career at 67%. But those numbers may look good, but he's not playing as well as those numbers. Yeah, and and so that's why here on the Beerly Football Podcast, we use the eye test. We do. Use the that eye test. Because the eye test tells you things that that stats can't tell you. True. And Russell Wilson is playing okay, but he's not playing like the franchise quarterback he's paid to be. He's not playing like the franchise quarterback he was brought to Denver to be. And my eyes can tell me Zach Wilson is still awful. <laughs> I... I feel so bad for how good this Jets team is. Besides him, three <laughs> tall with another. They finally took him off restriction. He went off in this game. Yeah, team. I wish Aaron Rodgers was there. This would have been such a fun team to watch. Garrett Wilson's just being wasted. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll sputter along, pick up a wild card, and Rodgers come back to save the day, but. It's too bad. This would have been much more entertaining if he used the season with the with Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> All right. Can you believe Trevor was saying uh, not that long ago that Zach Wilson was the better quarterback out of the draft class with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields? I don't think he was serious. I'm. I'm I'll hope he wasn't serious because that's an awful take. Zach Wilson. He was so serious. He's garbage, Back, man. Like, a year that and man, a half ago. He has to have some like crazy blackmail on Robert Salomon Jets organization. Because there's no reason he should still be starting. Carson Wentz, how is he still all unemployed, man? That's what I'm wondering, man. I don't know. All right. Last four o'clock games. Chiefs or no, the refs versus the Vikings. The refs won <laughs> a 27-20 win. By the way. I just want to say this to all the Chiefs fans that may or may not watch this podcast. This does not go out to all of you, but it is a royal you as in the fan base. And the fan base specifically that responded to a tweet. You guys are the softest fans I've ever seen in my life. I mean, maybe you guys are like just 14-year-old little girls who are fans of Taylor Swift. Maybe that's like your entire fan base. Because that's what y'all behave like. Over a joke tweet about the refs rigging games, but you know what? The refs are rigging games. It's like <laughs> that was so odd. That was more blatant than the week before. Okay, obviously, good. Like, why do you throw the flag and take it back? And like, okay, maybe that doesn't happen. The ref, the rule, literally, take the helmet off, throw the flag. The, the refs, like, buddy, put your helmet back on. No, if that was the Vikings that did it, you know they would have called that. 
Yeah, if that was the Vikings, it would have been a 15-yard penalty. Give Mahomes the ball with a minute and a half left on the clock, even though there's 29 seconds left in the game. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. Here's it's the ridiculous. Thing. And the Chiefs fans are like, cry more. And it's like, listen, I'm not. Even, it's not even my team. I'm just recognizing that, like, this is blatant Chiefs, at this point. It's blatant. Just don't look that good this year. Like, I think the Eagles, no. Eagles or Niners look would beat them if they played in the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has not looked that good this year. He's had a – he's obviously putting up good numbers, playing top elite quarterback, but he's not playing like he's the best quarterback in the world at all. No. He's had a couple of good games, but he's not – you know, he isn't – two has had a better year than Mahomes has. Yeah. But like, if you start watching NFL this season, you say, oh, Mahomes is pretty good, but, like, Josh Allen, two of these guys look better than he does. Yeah. Hundred percent. I don't, and I just feel bad for this Vikings team. Competitive every week out, we still find a way to lose. Kirk Cousins. Well, it's just the reverse of last season. It's literally just the reverse of last season. I just feel so bad for the Kirk Cousins. Man's, man's having another great year. He's going to go one and four. Going to get keep getting overhated by fans everywhere. By the, the way, like, and I tweeted ever. this out earlier today because talks about them moving on from Kirk Cousins have kind of been circulating since the beginning of the year. But, like, if you get rid of Kirk Cousins, number one, who do you expect to be as good or better than Kirk Cousins right off the bat? thing is, this team's not going to win. Yeah, it's it's not his fault. You have a great piece at quarterback and you have a legit number one. Fix the rest of the team. You guys have no running game. Like your defense you is awful. Vikings fans seem to remember the era of like Christian Ponder and Teddy Bridgewater and Case Keenum. Case Keenum had a great defense that year. Like, yeah, they haven't had Brett Favre. Like, Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback they've had in a while. And yeah. here's the thing: it's, it's very difficult with. You know, Justin Jefferson going down, but you let me read off their schedule. Obviously, there's one game in here that's insanely hard, but the rest, the rest of it, they have the Bears, then the Niners. Winnable. Obviously, that's a hard one. Then yeah. the Packers, the Winnable. Falcons, Winnable, the Saints, Winnable, the Broncos, Winnable, the Bears, Winnable, the Raiders. That is a Winnable. stretch that could easily put them back over 500 or around 500. Yeah. So Jefferson, obviously Jefferson's a big loss, but I think Kirk is a good enough quarterback that yes, they're one and four, but I could see this team, you know, being like six and six at some point and maybe hanging around as a wild card. So you never know. Yeah. I don't think Especially this the NFC. The yet. NFC is gonna be a jumbled mess at the wild card spot. Definitely. But I Chiefs just get so lucky every week, man. It's it's getting a little, little. I mean, back to week. back. So they're like, "Oh yeah," like Chiefs fans are saying, "What about <clears throat> these calls earlier in the game?" And it's like, listen, to rig a football game, you don't have to call the whole game unfairly. You need to call bad calls or miss calls. The funniest thing, like, was a lot of people were like, "Oh, they're not rigging. We lost opening day to the Lions." I'm like. Well, a certain superstar wasn't like obsessed with your team back then, so there wasn't yeah. 
It was also week they one. Weren't, they weren't panning to a certain uh, musical yeah. artist every five seconds during the football game. I know. It's like once they cut to the Vikings, but like, darn, Taylor Swift isn't here. We're not showing yeah. this game rules for the day. Yeah, basically. All right. It doesn't seem like Trevor will ever join us again because he's died. Nope. Let's head to Sunday Night Football. The 49ers absolutely making a bitch out of the Dallas Cowboys. That was a hilarious game. Dak Prescott. I was scared about my bet. I forget what it was with Trevor about Dak's interceptions. But Dak is like, no, no, no. I got this. I'm going to throw three (laughs) interceptions out there. I'm going to make it close (laughs) with you, Kerry. Dak, thanks, man. You suck. (laughs) So the bet was... Let me see what it was. I have it. I think right it was here. Like 12, 10, maybe? It was 13 and a half. So that's still iffy. But he was at one through four games. He's like, no, I'm going to throw three. But, geez. Yeah, that's uh... a. Every, every year they're like the Cowboys contenders, Cowboys contenders. And yeah, maybe Arizona was just a fluke loss. They absolutely get destroyed by the Niners. Yeah, that was wild. The fact that they got absolutely just bodied. They just got bodied. And it would have been more if McCaffrey didn't fumble at the goal line, too. Yeah. And Parsons, I, mean, I don't know. Parsons talking after the game, talking, I think yesterday, he's like, uh, next time you meet up, it'll be different. We'll we'll take it next time. I'm like, wow. This Niners. That was funny. Did you see Debo's response? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, they don't want to see us again. It'll be worse. <laughs> it's like I'm bearing like injuries. It'll be worse. Bearing injuries. This Niners team is unstoppable. This is a top three defense at worst. Yep. This is a, it's probably the best skilled players in the NFL. The O line yep. is good, and I know Zach's not a Brock Purdy fan, but Brock Purdy in this offense can't doesn't make mistakes. I mean, he's a he's a he's a good distributor. He's very he's accurate. And he, he makes he makes maybe one throw a game that I'm like, okay, that was pretty nice. But like, he's a good distributor. Kyle Shanahan obviously knows what he's doing with Brock Purdy in that offense. Um, he's got the players to run an offense almost on autopilot, and it's much, it's really nice. How much, here's the two questions for you: How much better is he than Jimmy G? What than Jimmy G in San Francisco? think how much better like jimmy i don't know if it's that big of a difference do you think it's bigger difference to win a super bowl with it's a tough question but it's all and here's another thing brock purdy has now played what 12 games in the nfl Mm -hmm. he's just he's probably just gonna get better from here they and could. The, as the more he his... I mean, he needs his confidence after that game. Like, he's now in the MVP race after that. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, here's the thing. He's. I. I will admit he's better than Jimmy G was in that system. I'll admit that because it's just evident. It's just evident. Now, Jimmy G didn't have Christian McCaffrey right out the gate as a running back, but I think Brock Purdy looks really, really good. The offense looks really, really good. 
Um, my my question isn't the the question isn't whether Brock Purdy is a good or bad a bad quarterback. I think he's a decent quarterback. The question is like, is he he's a good, top quarterback? A, he's a good quarterback in a great system at worst. I think he's a good quarterback in a great system. I like I said, I think he's a great distributor. With room to grow, and the fact I don't think he, I don't think he's a guy that can take over a game. And he got he took over that game. Well, did that he take best, over that game, that or did Dak did Dak take over? I think Dak took over that game. Dak wasn't that bad until the second half. Then he, the first half was all Purdy. Then the second half, Dak just was like, "I'm gonna throw it." Oops, I'm gonna throw it to Niners. Oops, Niners out there somewhere. What? <laughs> I don't think Purdy's bad. No, and like but that's I think the he other thing. A lot worse he, on the Jets. If you want to have, if you want to have a team like this with all the skill players you have, you can't have a quarterback that you're going to pay a ton. Yeah, like the, the perfect quarterback for the Niners that they get. He's making what eight hundred thousand dollars this year. Yeah, it's like yeah. eight or nine. Something like that. It's base. It's pennies. I, I think he talked about how he had a roommate because he couldn't afford to live in San Francisco because it's so expensive. I saw that. He is very similar to Joe Burrow for me. Really? I think Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is obviously a better quarterback, but I think Joe Burrow is also helped by the weapons around him. Yeah. In a great situation for Joe Burrow with his accuracy. But. Yeah. I think if you put Joe Burrow in San Francisco, it'd be night. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be game over. <laughs> you put Joe Burrow on that San Francisco team, they'd win the next three Super Bowls. Yeah, but there's no one hotter than that. This team, barren injuries. This is they're yep. head of the Super Bowl. I, I agree. <coughs> oh, sorry. All right. Let's head over to last game. Monday Night Football, it was an ugly Raiders win over the Packers. That was such a bad game. Jordan Love, man, he threw. By the way, they were right in front shout of him. Out. season. Let's throw it right to him. Those were awful interceptions. By the way, shout out to Kerry for probably the best tweet ever. <laughs> Barely Zach. I don't believe in love. Zach doesn't believe in love, man. I got so many like, uh, I, I so many tweets from that, almost as many as the Chiefs fans crying. <laughs> but uh, and then I was joking around with people, and it was it was just good. It was a great tweet. It was a lot of positive love. interactions. Love that rarely happens on Twitter. It does. It rarely no, happens. Nobody deserved to win that game. That was the like battle no. of the idiots. Like Jimmy G played well in the first half, and then he just forgot how to play football in the third quarter. Josh McDaniels an awful coach. I don't know if you watch the game live, but at, at the end of the first half, there was a minute and fifty seconds on the clock. Raiders had two timeouts. Josh McDaniel using his little noggin instead of like. Yeah, maybe calling a timeout and stopping the clock. He's like, no, I'm just going to let the Packers run down the clock to one minute, and then I'll get the ball back with two timeouts. 
and then I'll run out of time and kick a long field goal and miss it. <laughs> what kind of thinking is that, buddy? It's great thinking, Kerry. The Raider Raiders defense played great though. Max Crosby had a big game. Yeah, but I don't. Is this Raiders team better than you thought so far? Or I know you had them. I think you had them worst team in the AFC. Did I? The if not worse, they were one of the worst. I think at them and Broncos were like one A one P. Like fair. I was not a believer in the in the Broncos, the Sean Payton or not. I was like, I'm not buying it. Um, I'm trying to think. I know I had them as bad, I and mean, they are bad. Let me be very clear: this Raiders team is bad. Their wins they're, are ugly. But they here's here's they're two and three right now. Yeah. And their next five games are against the Patriots. That's Battle a W. With- Wait, Kerry. Do you think the Patriots have a chance to win this game? <laughs> yeah, just because Bill against McDaniels. But I'm rooting for the Raiders. I want to see. I think it'd be funny to see Bill lose to his former protege. But they got the so they got the Patriots, then the yeah. Bears, the Lions. They're going to lose that. But then the Giants and the Jets. So it's possible to you know win three, maybe maybe four, probably two or three, but to be around five hundred. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think it's going to be a mediocre team, maybe like seven or eight wins. So they're not going to be good enough to take a like elite quarterback next year. Maybe they could get like JJ McCarthy or I don't know someone like that. But <laughs> I don't think Jimmy's I mean, it's, just, it's so ugly. I mean, the way that the Raiders play football is so ugly. It's because they want to bring that New England Bill Belichick system there, and they. Don't want to play in it. Like, obviously, Devontae's having issues there. Jacobs is. Who knows what happened to Chandler Jones? But Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be mean to Chandler Jones because I have a feeling he's having a episode. But, yeah. I don't know, but this – I mean, it I mean, just looked like he snapped. They have a talented team, but – Yeah, they. I mean, they got talent, but – Robert Spillane in the game of his life. <laughs> One career interception before last night, and Jordan Love decided to throw it to him twice. You, you think you think Jordan Love is guaranteed as their Packers starting quarterback next season? Or no. Ooh. I'm not sure. I mean, I had a lot of people Again, off the tweet that you made saying, like, he's only played this many games. You know, you can't judge him so fast. It's like, yeah, he's only played that many games, but he's been there. Like, he's been practicing with this team for three years. And this is what he looks like. It's also, like, he also is like the youngest team in the NFL with a young skill players, also. I, I understand that, but like, it's not like, the interceptions that he threw were not on the skill players. No, they were awful. I mean, that they was were bad throws. That was bad reads, bad passes. I mean, I clown I clown Desmond Ritter for his uh, London game, yeah. but Jordan Love might have been the like worst, one of the worst performances of this season by a quarterback, if not the worst. I mean, it's you know, Ryan Tannehill's week one is up there too. 
but I mean, like the the issue right now that I'm seeing with Love is like you drafted this guy when you had a team in the NFC Championship game. He better be the guy. And right now, you don't see anything that's saying, okay, yeah, he can do it. You know yeah, what I mean? This defense is good. They shut Jair Alexander shut down Devontae Adams last night. He had like one catch in the first half. They have a talented defense, and obviously, and then they decided to put a, a an edge rusher. <laughs> Did you see that? What was that guy's name? They put on Devontae. Was it the- I know, friend of the show, Goot tweeted about it. The Irish guy, uh, McLaughlin or something Irish, right? No, it wasn't McLaughlin. What's the guy's name? Smith is his last name. Zach Smith? Zachary Smith? But they had him on Devontae Adams for a play on third down and like 10. <laughs> I don't think Matt LaFleur. Devontae is Adams just says a quick, like, uh, slant. Why don't I don't think Matt LaFleur is not a good coach. No. And speaking of Packers coach, both Mike McCarthy and Dak need to go. Mike McCarthy's not a good coach, and Dak is not the guy in Dallas. Both Agreed. All right, any 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 other thoughts on last week or next week, or we want to head to rapid fire? Well, I mean, I just want to real quick say, go ahead. You know, as you know, claiming the name Zach Shadamus for myself comes with a lot of weight and a lot of pressure. And when I continually perform at a high level, it does bring me a sense of joy. It does. Um, I know someone said that like you're just rooting for players to fail and blah blah blah, blah and that brings you some sense of joy. No, being right brings me a sense of joy. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's go rapid fire. And then I'm we'll check on if Trevor's alive. I'm surprised Trevor didn't choose Cowboys and Car- and Chargers for Pick'em. That'll be yeah. annoying. Uh, that'll be an annoying game next week if Justin Herbert loses to Dak Prescott. Well, you guys watch all the games together, so let me know what he's like. I'm sure Trevor. I don't think – not on the Monday one. I'm sure he'll be annoying on that. He doesn't watch in the game. He's passed out drunk <laughs> watching the game. <laughs> All right. All right. Who is the worst coach in the NFL? Ooh. Golly. I think it's Brandon Staley, but there's a few candidates here. There's a lot of good candidates. A lot of these other guys don't have the talent that Brandon Staley does, and he still loses. Brandon Staley's bad. I'm going to go with... <coughs> you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Mike McCarthy. That's fair. I think Matt Eberflus is also ass. Eberflus is up there. McDaniels is um, good. Ron Rivera is bad. not good. Ron Rivera is terrible. With Bill Belichick this year. <laughs> GM-wise, GM Bill Belichick is... All right, who will end up being the better quarterback, Justin Fields or Jordan Love? I know this would be a hard one for you. Um, Jordan Love for me. I, no, I meant Justin Fields, not Love. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I think 
the obvious answer is Justin Fields because he does show flashes that he can be a good quarterback. J- Jordan Love just doesn't show those flashes. Yeah, Fields is just incon- Fields is too inconsistent. He's All athletic, right. Dak. Who's your prediction to win the AFC North this season? Um, the Lions. The AFC North. Oh, AFC North. <laughs> this is a battle. I still think the Ravens are going to pull it out. They should have won that game against the Steelers in four one. I think they'll. Yeah, still I think I'm going to go Ravens as well. But honestly, any of these four teams can win at this point. This is going to be a close yeah. until the end. Yeah. Name better wide receiver than Devontae Adams right now. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> um, I think. Justin Jefferson, even though he's hurt, is better. I think Jamar Chase is better now. There's a couple. Are you happy with the quarterback play from your team this year? Yeah. I'm not. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm surprised. Really? That's, uh, that's shocking. Honestly, if I was you, I would not be happy with Trevor Lawrence. Why? Like, he hasn't been bad by any means, but this was supposed to be the year he's going to take it to, like, an MVP candidate. He's had a lot of drops this season. Still, though, like, he's been good. But he was supposed to go to the elite status. And, you know, maybe it's still another year away, but he really hasn't had that. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has looked – I mean, I don't know, again, not saying that you don't watch football because I know you watch a lot more football than Trevor does. Um, But, I mean, when <coughs> when he has time and he's setting and throwing, and even when he's throwing outside the pocket, I mean, he's extremely accurate. Even down the field, he's extremely accurate. Um, I mean, we've had several drops. I mean, we've had guys not just not get two feet inbounds on perfect passes to the back of the end zone. So, I mean, I like the offensive production or the lack thereof out of the Jags, I don't think is Trevor Lawrence's fault at all. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence has looked pretty good for the most part. I mean, there's obviously some things he could improve on, but Trevor Lawrence has looked really, really great. His team hasn't looked great, but I think he has. Disagree, disagree. I'm okay. not saying he's been. I'm not saying he's been bad. I just think I thought he was going to be, you know, an MVP candidate. And so far, he hasn't been to that long level. season. It's a long season. Yeah, he's still like top ten quarterback, but MVP. No. All right, is Dak Prescott the long term answer at QB for Dallas? No. Yeah, no. It never has been. People were saying this five years ago. Dak Prescott's the future of the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys. He's clearly not. He can't get is it Brock, done. Is Brock Purdy the new Tom Brady? There's a good argument for it. He's There's a late really round, good argument for it. He's a late round pick that replaced an injured veteran quarterback on a talented team already. With a lot of weapons around him. Late round pick that becomes a massively Ooh. overrated quarterback because Wins. of the team that's around him. He's Ooh, never played he in the NFL without a top five defense. All he does is win. Doesn't turn the ball over. No, Tom Brady win. is Tom. I will say this. 
Brock Purdy is nowhere near as talented as Tom Brady was. I mean, yeah, but Brock, Purdy, but Brock Purdy's also year one. I mean, Tom Brady was not Tom Brady in year one. That first third. I think he was better than Brock Purdy. Yeah. I go back Brady, and watch tape, and I can be impressed by Tom Brady, even though I don't Tom think Brady, he's Tom guy. Brady really – it took him a few years to get to – he he was very good, but he wasn't, you know, number one in the league by then. All right, true or false? The Niners are the best team in the NFL right now. True, true. is not even a question. I don't know. Trevor would say false, and he'd say Eagles, but I'd say like <coughs> the Eagles can barely beat the Patriots. Yeah, they can barely stay, beat anybody. That's kind of the thing right now is that they barely beat people. The Commanders <laughs> should have beat them. Yeah. Say one positive thing about your favorite team so far this year. We still own the Jets. That's something. Um, looks like continuous improvement, and I'm excited for what we're going to look at by the time the end of the season rolls around. Who's the worst team in the NFL? Ooh. This is a battle. Oof. The worst in the NFL. I, I got to go Panthers. The league, like, Patriots are close. But at least Patriots were competitive first few weeks. Yeah, I'm going to go Panthers as well. Broncos, Giants, Bears, there's a huge contender. Here's there. the thing. Here's the thing. If I put any of the bad teams I can think of up against the Panthers, I think that they would win. <laughs> yeah. All right, which quarterback <laughs> would you rather have for the next five years, Josh Allen or Trevor Lawrence? Trev. Josh, Josh Allen, sadly. Trev. Name a former Georgia football player. Todd Gurley. Um, Herschel Walker. Trigger this fan base in one sentence, the New York Jets. Butt fumble. Oof, that's a tough one. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Speaking of him, who are you taking at their peak, Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers? Huh? At their peak? Brees or Rodgers. Uh, it's Rodgers at his peak. Like a breeze. No, That's I change my mind on this like every four minutes. It's All right, definitely who's, an, who's an NFL player's career you wish could have turned out differently? Aaron Hernandez. Stole mine. <laughs> um, Andrew Luck, then. All right. Uh, pick one in their prime. Lamar, Cam, Russ, Vic. Mark, Cam. Cam, Russ, Vic. Um, I'm leaning toward Cam at his prime. Agreed. Should Eli Manning be in the Hall of Fame? No. Yes. Why no, not? Absolutely not. He's not good enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Beat the GOAT. Two rings. I don't I care. Like he was not a great regular season quarterback. He was a great. No, in he never was. He wasn't even that good in the postseason. <laughs> All right. If you had to call one NFL starting quarterback or running back, who would, you, who would it be? If it's I had to what? If you had to call one NFL starting quarterback or running back, who would it be? It is, it is Lamar, sadly. Oh, Actually, NFL no, quarterback or running back? No, it's Justin yeah. Fields. It's Daniel Jones, actually. He can't throw. 
All right. Is Sam, Howell, is Sam Howell the quarterback of the future in Washington? I think so. Yeah, yes. I think so as well. I, I, I agree. Who is your favorite Minnesota Vikings player of all time? My favorite Ooh. Minnesota Viking? Justin Jefferson, all sadly. Time. Sadly. Probably AP. Should Justin Fields be that we kind of answer this, actually? Name a wide receiver that deserves a better quarterback. A wide receiver that deserves a better quarterback. Garrett Wilson. DeAndre Hopkins. Rookie Andrew Luck or rookie RG3? Andrew Luck. All right, and then last one. Who's the best quarterback here? Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff. <coughs> Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback there. Brock Purdy, sadly. That's so – I'm not so, even going to argue with this. Trevor Lawrence, number two. Goff, number three. Dak doesn't even deserve to be number four. He's number six. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. Follow us on Twitter, Really Football. See all those questions before they come out on the show. Uh, Zach Shadamas, if you want to know things before they happen, make sure you follow me there. It's an excellent place for you to find out everything that's happening. Also, if you're interested in golf at all, we do have the Beerly Out of Bounds podcast with me and my brother Zane talking all things happening in the golf world. We had a good episode last night that's on our YouTube today. So make sure you check that out if you're at all interested. Um, Trevor's not here. This is normally when he would uh, do his little sign off, but he's not here. Follow us on TikTok. We also post the uh, the pickums on TikTok. You'll see me on there. You'll see Trevor on there. We're going to try and get more regular uploads on our TikTok if Trevor can remember to do them. Thank you guys for watching or listening, whether it's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere <laughs> podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Wait, day. wait. Oh, oh. And follow me on Twitter at Billy Carey. And lastly, because uh, Trevor's not here, I'll say this for him. Um, it's with hockey starting up tonight. Check out our Billy Hockey Podcast on all the same entities, Apple Podcasts.